This is Agents Influence Podcast. I didn't like that. The system is what it is. This is the way it works. And you have to run your company around the way the system is designed. And also, too, you know, keep in mind, although that is very, very, very important, all of the systems that are out there today are built on accounting systems. Accounting is number one. And accounting is very important. But the whole system is built around accounting. You know, that's a part of it. That's one of those checkboxes. You need downloads. You need a cord form. You need all these things. But then there's everything else that you need to do today to be successful. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hey, this is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, back with you guys once again here with another podcast. I think we're at like number 257, and if you're a loyal listener back from 2013, you know the journey that we have been on. It has been amazing, and I am going to continue on with the amazingness. Now, if it was Trump, we would say we are going to meet with fire and fury like the world has never seen with this podcast we're doing today, and I'm really excited about it. And I'm going to tell you, we got a CEO on, but we also have a very, very intelligent agency owner to kind of, uh, what should I say, compliment uh, what we're doing here on the podcast. But before I do, you know, I got to tell you about Grow Lab 2017. Folks, we're up over 70 registration registrants now. I just made a blast to the mastermind because I know there's about 15, 16 of them that have not registered and they're starting to pour in. So I'm going to tell you, if you've been thinking about this, growlab2017.com, we're only doing 100 people. This is not Caspian like, oh, well, they'll let me in. No, it's only 100 people. That's all we have room for. That's all we've ordered meals for. Our off-site entertainment and dinner, they know that we've only got 100 people coming. I'm not baloneying you. You have to get signed up. Very, very important that you do. And keep in mind, man, we got Billy Williams um, coming. If you know Billy from the podcast, he's going to be there for two days in the audience helping us share information. We got Nicholas Ayers. Now, we have a couple other people that are going to be coming that I don't really want to mention because I'm going to slowly release the superstars to you. Keep in mind, they're not going to be on stage. Agents are going to be sharing information and ideas. We just released uh, the uh, agenda inside the mastermind. I've told Joey to put it up onto the website so that you guys can see it. Uh, It's going to be an exciting event. It's two days, and I'm telling you, growlab2017.com. I'm not joking. I know I've gotten emails and feedback from you guys saying, hey, uh, I'm going to be coming. Now's the time to sign up. I'm the kind of guy that waits to the last minute. But you can't do that when there's a limit, okay? So you got to do it. And I also want to tell you about Innovation, uh, um, I guess it would be 18, which is in January. I've signed up for that as well because they're about sold out. And so if you want to do that, check out IAOA. That's uh, what is that? Independent Agency Owners um, Alliance. And you got to check out what they're doing because uh, Nicholas Ayers and Dave Jackson, they're doing some pretty phenomenal things. And as I've told you, Innovation, Elevate and Grow Lab. Those are the three things you need to concentrate in 2018 
1st, 2017 for Grow Lab so that you can maximize what you're doing in your agency. There's some incredible things going on and I've even learned a lot from from Elevate. You're probably able to see it by now. Um, it's it's I don't know if it's done at the recording of this, but Airplane Insurance USA, AviationInsuranceUSA.com, uh, SeniorCenterInsurance.com, and Construction uh, Contractors Insurance, IL.com. Those are three things, uh, three niches that we are going on all out hardcore on uh, and we took all that stuff from Elevate and learning all this and this stuff from Joey um, because Joey's making people rank in New York which is keep in mind guys is like one of the largest cities in the world not in America in the world I also want to update you real quick on the ultimate throwdown I told you guys that I'm ready to uproot my family um, and I'm going to move to an agency move to a state where you want me to come in and do what I do now I made that announcement on the last podcast. I have five agents that have reached out to me, one out of Montana, one out of Oklahoma City, um, two out of Texas, and then I have another guy who's out of North Carolina. I'm going to tell you right now for the agents who have reached out to me, I want to let you know this because I said this before. I'm not going to be a straight producer. I can do that and that's what I do, but that's you're not going to maximize my value and I'm not going to be able to give you the 15, 20, 25% growth year after year that you want to do. There's a guy out in North Carolina that I'm talking serious with and I'm probably going to be living in Florida, but uh, we are going to do some exciting things if we can continue on the great route and the great agenda and the great ideas and goals that that he has they match very aligned with uh in line with what travis and i want to do so i'm willing to once again i'm making the call to you if you want to hit me at jason at growprogram.com my house will be up for sale september 1st i'm going to move in with my mother-in-law because i actually get along with her until we're ready to go Uh, my family's ready to go and we are ready to come to your agency or your agencies and maximize what they do Uh, no one else is going to do it you're saying jason why are you doing that because i'm that confident that i can do it because I've already done it many of times. So hit me up on that. Don't ever forget to tell me about your thoughts and tell me your ideas and I'm going to tell you what I have to say. That's been a long opening and we are now going to get to, I have the special guest of Reed Holsworth, uh, Holes, it was with a Z he told me, and he is the CEO of Tech Canary. Uh, Reed, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you, Jason. Glad to be here. And then we also have another person. You're like, whoa, two people? Yep, twice the awesomeness. We also have Mr. Boyd McGee. I know you know him. Boyd, how are you doing? Thanks for having me, buddy. He is the owner of Talladega. That's what he tells me. He says, Jason, it's not Talladega. It's Talladega Insurance Agency out of Talladega, Alabama. And so, Boyd, you, as you know, the loyal listeners know you, Boyd, because they know you because you're you're on the national scene. You're a rock star. You know that. But they also know it because I pretty much talk about you like every podcast about the different things that we discuss. And um, I got to tell you real quick before we get into this, Boyd, I got so much pushback <laughs> from the last podcast where I said that the Alabama Young Agents Conference, I mean, I, I'm not kidding you. I had three um, YA chairs and or association heads or young agent heads who called me and was like, hey, Jason, you were at our event. I mean, you're you're kind of down in it. And I, you know, one of the things was they were legitimate. Okay. To say that it's the best of them all, I guess there's pieces of other young agent conferences that could be better. But as I said, guys, it, it's not because I spoke there. It's not because Aaron Nutting was there. It's not because Boyd was there. 
they get along and they relax. Everybody is so uptight. Like we still want to wear suit and ties, like you know, like Justin Timberlake and stuff. You, they still want to do that at these conferences. And Boyd, we just straight relax, get down, you know, sit out by the pool, bring the kids, get the sand in your toes. You know what I'm talking about, man? Yeah, but we go till about two uh, with education, or I wouldn't even use the word education. I mean, everybody's there to learn how to how to you know make their wallet bigger. So uh, I mean it. I mean it. It really is. It, it you know we 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 play hard, but we also work hard there too. So, um, but while we're working hard, we're having fun too. So I mean you know everybody's sitting there in their flip flops listening to Cass or whomever our speaker is so that's right uh, but our, but our our core thing is is that you know, anybody can get ce i mean people are not going to send people to a, a a distant far off location to get ce people send people to learn how to make money so that's tomorrow that's putting yeah, premium exactly. on the books baby that's what it's about right. That's what right. about make no yeah we like to help people yeah we like to be big in our community but at the end of the day we got a family or we have our own needs that we need to supply and this world just takes money even if you're supporting your church and tithing still takes money but let's get yeah, back I to mean, one. Let, me, let me let me say this ahead, real quick ahead, I mean Reed was Reed was there last year um, we had 11 management systems I think we had something like 6700 views by the end of the actual <laughs> Uh, um, uh, live broadcast. That's tough to top. I mean, we had all the CEOs of all the management systems, and and um, we had uh, the director of the Agents Council for Technology. We had the director of the Big Eye. We had the Young Agents National Chair. We had the director of marketing for TrustedChoice.com. We had the director of Diver- Diversity Task Force. So I'm just saying, top that. That's right. <laughs> Boo yell, boo yell. Not to mention the number one '80s band in the country. Oh, so, dude, the, the, the Molly Ringwalds. Dude, those those <laughs> boys killed it. They killed it again this year. Man, that was awesome. I mean, all the kids out there dancing on the dance floor, dude. That was so awesome. That was so awesome. So, anyways, if you don't know Molly Ringwalds, you got to check that out. So, let's get to what this is about. Reed Holdsworth, thank you for taking your time, man, to join us. I think you're out in Cali right now. Am I right about that? I am. I am doing a little uh, vacation here on the um, north coast of California this Reed. week, so taking taking it easy. Reed, you an iPhone or a Droid user? iPhone, come on. No, 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 come on. Okay, no, come on. <laughs> All right. I just got the Samsung 8, and it rocks, okay? It rocks, but that's okay. Boyd, how about you? I'm an iPhone, but I just want to acknowledge the fact that we have a management system person using an Apple product that that just you you never hear that you really don't you really don't it is amazing I do find out that the CEOs and stuff of a lot of corporations even in management systems that they, they're usually the iPhone but when you get into the developers and the guys who are putting it all together I do find not always that they are usually the droid users it's just weird I'm not saying one's better than the other for that situation it's just unique. Yes. Devs typically like the Windows machines and whatnot, and like all of our devs actually run on Linux machines, is what they use as a computer. But yeah, but overall, for phones, you're absolutely right. I find a lot of them are using droids and whatnot. Reed, what's the the most uh, recent uh, app that you've downloaded, you know, personal life, business, whatever? Uh, You know, honestly, the most recent app I downloaded was LinkedIn. Uh, I don't use it a lot, to be honest with you. And I got tired of people uh, chatting me on LinkedIn, and I had to log in, so I, I got a little app now. 
it sounds like, wow, like you should have had that a long time ago. But, you know, I, I use social media quite a bit, but not so much LinkedIn that much. So Man, that's it's the becoming most a recent. player. It's becoming a player. It really, truly is. Um, I make a lot of predictions, and I, I, I tend to be, I think, tend to be correct. Like all these uh, dr- uh, direct nows, these Google going. I, I talked about that in 09 about our TV services changing. Um, but I tell you this, I was wrong also. Back in 2011, I predicted that LinkedIn would be dead by now. And to me, they're probably the number one um, social platform, when, especially when it comes to commercial lines. It's, it's unbelievable what they're doing. Boyd, how about you, buddy? What's the latest app you downloaded? I downloaded an app. I, I go to the last page. Um, usually, I haven't had a chance to drag and drop those into um, specified um, um, different folders. But the last one I downloaded was a, a company called Training Wheels. And um, they make, uh, for some reason here in Alabama, people are painting rocks, a lot of children and whatnot, and hiding them in different places. And wow. you can go out in your yard and you'll find a painted rock that says you're awesome or something like that. And um, a friend of mine has created an app um, that, um, that, that deals with that where you can, you can find rocks in different places and things like that. So something fun to do. I guess it's a, a rock version of uh, whatever that Pokemon app was or something. So Yeah, and there was another one where like they people would hide things and you had to go after it. I can't remember what that was. Like uh, Geocaching. Yeah, Geocaching, that's what it was. Yeah. Hey, Boyd, what yep. was the name of that app? It's Training Wheels. Wow, interesting. Okay, sounds yeah. like something fun I could do with my son or something. So I, I don't know, maybe, um, you know. My wife would say she could do it with her son, and she was actually talking about me because I'm a big child. All right, here's my question. Now, I'm going to throw this to Boyd first so it gives uh, – because I'm going to go back and forth here. Secret question before we get into you. Boyd, do you love to win or do you hate to lose? Hate to lose. Why? Um, Because that stays with me a lot longer than the high of winning. Reed. Do you love to win would, or do you hate to lose? I would agree with Boyd. I hate to lose. Um, they're, they're, they're equal to some degree, but I, I by far hate to lose. Right, right. And, and, and I guess it, it, the only thing that's good about losing is, is that you actually – that's the only time. I heard uh, Zig Ziglar say it was in, it came in my news feed. He said, you actually never fail. You just figured out a way that you didn't work right. You know what I mean? So I think that that's good. I, I would agree with you both. I just hate to lose as well for the fact that I just love to win. <laughs> Imagine how that goes. All right, so uh, here's the thing. Reed, take us back. Take us back to college uh, you, when you were in diapers, whatever you want to do, and bring us forward so it helps the loyal listeners connect and understand who you are absolutely yeah so um if you want me to go way back go. You know, i'm a serial serial entrepreneur I, I started my first company when i was 19 years old and, and ran that company and paid my way through college i actually quit school um midway through college i kind of wish now that i would have finished but I, I was running a business and and i i went to school for business and so I continued to um, run run companies over the last shoot now 20 years um, going on. So it, it really it, and the only real actual kind of corporate real job I ever had was I fell into insurance. I worked uh, a couple friends of mine had bought a small agency 
um, built it into a monster agency, um, top 10 in the country now. And, uh, you know, they, they convinced me, good friends, they, they convinced me to come on board and they, they gave me an office. I, I ran their largest office at the time and I, I learned insurance in, in that world. And, you know, being the, the entrepreneur that I am, I decided to walk away and start my own agency. And that's kind of um, how we have gotten where we are today because, you know, when I was there, I, I, as a person, I'm always looking to streamline things, to make things better, to make things more efficient. And being at the agency, falling into that, I, I, you, know, you know where this story's going. I found that the, the systems, the usual suspects, if you will, really didn't allow for some of the things that I wanted to do. Um, so I decided to, uh, when I started my own agency, I decided to look at all the usual suspects. And I did like a lot of people done, and I'm sure Boyd will talk a little bit about his, his story in that. And I decided to build my own system because really what, was, what I wanted was not out there, did not exist. And so that's what brought Tech Canary where it is today. So fantastic, and we're going to get back to more to that. So when you guys hear those beeps, those the little skypes in the back, that's because Boyd is a movie nut, and he is sending me a million different YouTubes in relation to everything that somebody says. If you know Boyd McGee, I mean, he has a whole uh, like folder on his phone of just of just gifs. You know, he's just got all kinds of stuff. Boyd is the one who has officially said to America and corrected, it is not a gif, it is a gif. And people have argued with me about that, but if you go look up right now, go to J. AIF, put it in Google, and you will see why he is actually correct. It is a GIF. Now, why we have Boyd on here is number one, he's just he's just my dude. But the other thing is, is Boyd is very methodical at things. And he went on like a I'm gonna I think it's like a four or six year journey when he decided he needed to move away from sabbatical. Yeah, okay, that one too. And he said that he would and he he went on this journey and he like literally studied and tested every kind of management system out there. Now there's like 62 of them. I think there's really only like 5 or 6 that are true players um, that take up like 95, 98%. But I wanted to bring Boyd on because Boyd, what did that journey look like? You've already been on the podcast. Listeners kind of know who you are. Give us a little brief well, of who you are. Well, but you, what did that you, journey look like, man? Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you what that journey looked like. But, <clears throat> excuse me, you brought up the fact that I, you just tossed that out there and left it out in the wind <laughs> about about movies. And I, I love it when people say, tell us everything. Start all the way back from the beginning. And it made me think of that, that part on the Goonies when Chunk is sitting there and they're like, spill it all, kid. And he's sitting there <laughs> telling them everything about everything he ever did in his whole life where he threw up in the movie theater. So I was expecting Reed to give us the whole life story. <laughs> I could have went that deep. If you want it, I'll do it. I'm there. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that's the, that's the link I sent Cass where he's like, spill your guts, kid. Tell us everything. So um, anyway, um, no, so – so years ago, um, I started. Uh, my my father was very involved in in the early days of of uh, becoming automated, and and it was a true passion of his. So he kind of uh, was okay with me exploring um, options. I I really don't want to talk about uh, where I was. I'd like to talk about where I'm going. Um, and and I like that. I I, I guess um, I guess 
when the iPhone came out, it changed everything. It changed everything, not just in our agencies, but what our customers expect of us and how how soon um, they want their answers and how readily available they want them as well. So um, that that I saw that probably six years ago becoming a bigger and bigger issue. Um, so I began exploring probably six, seven years ago now. I think I've written something like 12 different uh, articles or blogs or different magazines on the actual subject of management systems. Probably a good preacher uh, can can you know they they can find uh, they can find the Lord in any subject. Well, I can probably find management systems in any subject when it comes to um, insurance agencies. You want to increase your bottom line management systems. You want to find out how to become more effective or how to get a, 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 a you know, a step up on the competition, management systems. You want to round out accounts. You want all roads lead back to management systems. Um, and if they don't, it's because maybe your management system doesn't do what it should or could do. So well <clears throat> the, the journey began, and and uh, I looked at a lot of different ones. And it wasn't until um, probably the end when I was about to throw in the towel, um, and. Uh, I got a call from someone on the West Coast saying it's it's here, and I was like, "What? What do you mean?" He was like, "The the management system you've been talking about, which was the smart management system we talked about on uh, a podcast that you and I had before. Uh, basically, you know, we so many people are sitting with grandma's old wooden cabinet boob TV. You know what I mean? The old uh, TV that only one thing can go in it and only one thing can go out of it." And nothing in the future could ever be compatible with it. Very good analogy. <clears throat> so, I like that, Boyd. So, so, so now we we've got these smart TVs, right? And and these things that haven't even been invented yet, we don't sweat it because we know that our smart TV can get an update and it'll eventually be compatible with it. So, um, even iPhones or Droids, nothing special about them anymore. It's all about the updates now. I mean, really, sure. you're just holding block. It's all about the software and what 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 are you going to get in the updates? We live in an update world. We don't live in a hardware world anymore. So um, I started to look at Tech Canary, and I was so excited about the fact that that I knew that things that haven't even been invented yet uh, or created yet would still have the possibility of being compatible because of the Salesforce platform. And um, it would, Reed came up with a great idea with it. And he, as far as I know, Reed, you were the first one to come up with the, the Salesforce platform. We so, are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that, that was huge. And, um, you know, uh, I, I like the fact that I can talk to Reed. I can talk to his programmers about different ideas. And, um, I'm, uh, you know, uh, they, they tackle it. Um, there's so many different things that they can be compatible with. Um, if you want a phone system, you don't you don't get one that they're that they're um, you know compatible with or that they're working to try to negotiate with. You get a list of different softwares that are compatible, whether it's proposal systems, uh, phone systems, uh, comparative raters, things like that that can pass and go throughout the management system. So that that began to be very attractive to me, and that's how I ended up finding Tech Canary and being such a fan of them. So if anyone wants to check them out, go to T-E-C-H, 
C-A-N-A-R-Y.com. When you go there, you're going to find that there's this bird flying over this majestic mountains and stuff. But watch when it comes in from the side. It says the sky's the limit. Break away from letting traditional insurance technology software run your business like everyone else and leverage Tech Canary to run your insurance business your way. And I think that that's really important and I like that. Um, what I want to say and I want to start here is, uh, and Reed, where did you get the name Tech Canary? Where did that come from? Oh, we get that a lot. Um, there's actually a, on the website in the About Us, it actually talks about it. But uh, honestly, it's it's the canary in the coal mine, right? As, as a company, we are your canary in the coal mine. So we're there to protect you guys and build these solutions to really help our industry. And so um, I really love the canary in the coal mine story. And we're a tech company, obviously. So there you go. Wow. Okay. All right. Yep. Very simple. Hey, one other thing too, because I know Boyd's a reader, and are, are you a reader, uh, Reed? We're going to talk about that at the end. Are you a reader? I am. Okay. I am. Fantastic. That's why most CEOs are. Uh, I saw uh, Jim Rohn said that the average American reads anywhere between one to three books a year, but the average CEO reads fifteen or more a year, and they're usually reading more than one at a time. So it's not ironic there, folks. Also, uh, one other thing he said is it's not ironic that homes that are usually a million dollars or more have a library. Hmm. Makes you think, doesn't it? But one of the things that I wanted to talk about, I've never said this on there uh, to all you loyal listeners about the iPhone. Taking a pause here for a minute. Um, the actual iPhone, Steve Jobs didn't invent it. Um, he actually stole it. If you read a book called In the Plex, it is the story of Google um, with Larry Page and Sergey Brin. And it talks about how in 2006, they were sitting, Sergey Brin and Steve Jobs sat on the board of Samsung. And Samsung came out with this thing that looked very similar, not exactly similar to the smartphone of the iPhone, and it still had some buttons on it, you know. And what was amazing is, is after that meeting, word is, is that Steve Jobs left the meeting, called his head developer and said, take the iTouch and put a phone in it now. And that's actually where they came out with the iPhone. And if you really want to look back, the first person who invented the first smartphone was Nextel back in 0203. Um, if you want to read an interesting book, check out In the Plex. It's very, very interesting. So sorry, I had to get off there. I, I tend to do that. My listeners know I get out on rants and they're thinking, hey, that was a short one. So when you said something, Reed, you said something earlier that I wrote down here. You said that the other management systems, when you were out there being an agent, rocking and rolling like these loyal listeners and I do, you said there were things that didn't allow the things that you wanted to do. There was things in the management system that you were using that didn't allow you to do. Now, keep in mind, the loyal listeners know that none of these questions are planned, so I'm putting it on you real quick. But what are some of those things? I mean, what are some of the things that yours does that maybe others didn't do? I mean, what was that? No, that's that's great um that's a really good question and you know I'll, I'll answer this for myself as well as our customers and first our customers you know after we've we've sold um these customers i've sat down with them and asked them so why did you choose us you looked at everybody that's out there and you ended up choosing our solution the number one reason for that is flexibility like okay. boyd said they want to be they want to be on that platform they need you know they need a phone that makes phone calls but they want to connect other things to it and, and do all kinds of unique things within it. Now, for me personally, 
you know, one of the biggest things was growing a new agency. You know, when I came on board to that large agency I'm speaking about, I went to a two-week training course. And that two weeks was literally about the management system. And I'm coming in there, you know, I'm ready to rock rock the world and sell a ton of deals. And I was ready to get out there and get it done. And, and I'm literally learning how to, how to put a quote and a policy and go through this whole life cycle within the management system. And to me, that just, it just wasn't as scalable. And then, you know, and then when you're, when you're, once you're in there, you're still stumbling through it, right? It was a huge, huge time suck, if you will. Um, and so that was, that was number one. Number two, I didn't like that the system is what it is. This is the way it works. And you have to run your company around the way the system is designed. I like that. And also, to, and also too, you know, keep in mind, although that it's very, very, very important, all of the systems that are out there today are built on accounting systems. Accounting is number one. And accounting is very important. And Boyd will speak to that. You have to do that. But the whole system is built around accounting. And that's and that's you know that's a part of it. That's one of those check boxes. Mm -hmm. You need to run accounting, right? right? You need downloads. You need accord forms. You need you need all these things. But then there's everything else that you need to do today to be successful. And you know that's why uh, you know all of the new insurtech startups and all of these guys who need complete flexibility. They're all our customers. They're they're using our solution as the back end for what they're doing because they need that flexibility. Because the systems today, I mean, how are they going to do IoT in the future, right? And, right. and, and these kinds of things. Is that going to be an Accord app? I don't know. You know, so it's, it's, it's really, um, there was a lot, right? And so that, first and foremost for me, like I said, the, the training part of it was huge. It was the scalability of it. Um, it was also cost. I mean, cost is a big factor in, in a new agency starting up. Amen. That was a big one, you Amen. know, so... So yeah, so hopefully that answers your question. And so, hey, you know, I'm go I'm going to you, boy. You got boy, you got to be patient. I'm running the show here for once. <laughs> you ran the show when I was in Florida, okay? And I had to listen to you. Now, boy, what would be the reason? What would be the reason why? Um, where would you? Obviously, you're going to agree with him because everything he said is it makes a ton of sense. But what what do you have anything to add about that? Why? What was sexy to you about it? Well, think about this, Cass. How long have you been in the industry? Uh, well, since uh, 01, started my own agency in 2010. Okay. Do you remember when different carriers would unveil and launch their online rating systems and you would go to a central location to learn how to rate or quote on their new rating system? Yes. And, and, and you would sit in a seminar. Does that happen today anymore? No. No. Why? Because – the system should be so simple that you don't need any training, right? True, true. It should just flow. And that's kind of what Reed was talking about, which was so true. These young people, they, they want to whiz right, right through it when you hire a new producer. And uh, to have to sit and learn how to, how to work a management system, yeah, that should exist, but not like a – a degree in it like to where you have to go off somewhere and 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 learn it i mean like it should flow and it should make sense and it should be relevant to today so yeah i mean like that's that to me is uh, another appealing thing about about secondary and you know what's amazing is i hear my friends say that about uh like they leave pc and they go to apple 
um, or to a Mac, I should say, they'll always say something very similar. They're like, everything's just where it's supposed to be with with Macs. Like you go there and you're like, hey, where should I find this? Oh, it's probably right here. And boom, it's there. As opposed, suppose you have to dig through 10 layers when you have the PC. I will say Windows 10 was a dramatic jump um, towards uh, as far as uh, operating systems and stuff, uh, say, so forth. But I like that, and I like that. I never really thought of it in that terms, really, is, is the amount of preparation and the work to try and figure out how to use the system. It should just be like, oh, this is common sense, this is how it works, and I never thought of that. Boyd, I got to tell you, you have made some great points today, and uh, I'm not used to that. Usually it's about one a month is what we get out of you. And you guys- Come on. <laughs> Just because I'm from Alabama. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with that, Boyd. It has nothing to do with that. I'm actually, there's an agent that reached out out of Alabama for the ultimate throwdown. Uh, he's right north of uh, Birmingham, and uh, he was one of them as well, but he was looking for a glorified producer, and uh, I can do it, as I said, but I'm not going to. And I love what you guys said about flexibility, because you know what I always say about flexibility? Blessed are the flexible for they don't get bent out of shape. That's what I like about being flexible. And that's the thing. I love this here. He says, put the customer experience first and provide a modern cl- uh, client portal accessible from any device. Wow. I even have to say I'm with QQ. That is one of the frustrating things of my producers. They're like, Jason, how come I can't get in on my phone? Client calls me right there and I can't get in easily accessible to their policy right on my phone. And, and it's a question I always have to say. Uh, I'm not sure, man. I'll get back to you on that. And then I never do because there really is no answer to that. And I know uh, management systems are working on that. We're not here to bait up management systems. We're just here to talk about the pluses and the negatives of Tech Canary. Now, um, Boyd, I do know that you guys are going to be joining them soon. Um, Even Todd out of your agency, he's been up and seen Tech Canary and he's really, really happy about it. Um, I know that you've made this decision. I think when are you starting and when are you getting hooked up with them? We're looking to go live January. Okay. So and are you uh, we, prepping out or something for to for the move and transition? Just curious. Well, my, I purchased my agency January one. Okay. Um, uh, my father's pretty much retired, um, but he he's in here all the time, and um, he's an encyclopedia of insurance knowledge. Right. So I hope he never actually leaves because he's a wealth of information. Uh, but we decided to do this uh, upon the purchase of of gotcha the, uh, the purchase of the agency. That that makes that makes total sense. And so, where are you guys out of Reed? Where are you guys? Where's your guys' headquarters? Our headquarters is in Milwaukee, but we have people in San Francisco as well as Northeast Florida ah, as well. Okay, that's why. Yep. Okay, yeah, that's why. And and another thing that I hear is that you like to make a lot of personal visits. To some of these people. I mean, it's like, hey, you're using my system. I want to kind of know about you. I mean, that's what I've heard. I don't know that for a fact. Is that true? Oh, no, that is very, very true. And I mean, the, the and, and Boyd could speak to that. You know, I mean, the reality is, guys, our system wasn't just built around my ideas and how I thought the system should be designed. It's built off of all of our customers, you know, molding it into what it is today and things that are that are coming out that we're building now are all based on customer feedback. So, no, I absolutely take it very personally. Uh, I mean, I go out and I talk to people. Reed, I want to know. Reed, I hear a lot of well. agents say, this management system that I have 
is so big and so is so big and it's almost clunky that I'm not using it. And they say that I think you may even know the statistic better. It's like the average agent's using like 10 to 15 percent of their system, and so uh, there's a there's there's a lot of legitimacy to that. And I don't think people are understanding data. And I say that because that was one of the reasons why I had left AMS 360 at the time was not owned by Vertifor uh, QQ wasn't owned. <laughs> And I left AMS 360 in, in July of 2013 and I went to QQ because it gave me the things that I needed and allowed me to just say, hey, I'm not using all of my management systems still, but I'm using it most. But here's the problem I'm running into now. I'm now running into, I've mastered this. I say this, I have the only true 100% downloadable AMS system. And people say, what do you mean by that? If it downloads into my system, great, it's there. If a company doesn't download, I have Marblebox that goes out every day and gets that information and puts it in there. So whether it's manual download or direct download through through automation, whatever it could be. But now I'm starting to find out that I'm actually starting to outgrow my system because now it's like, ah, I needed to do this or I needed to do that. And one of the geniuses I think that you um, created here was not only putting it on top of Salesforce, but you guys have like a huge app exchange out there that allows maybe someone to start off small, but as they grow, Boyd was hinting on this a little bit, they can start adding in different functions to it like a CRM or to your phone system or whatever. You want to talk about that? I mean, I think that's one of the, to me, that's one of the great things about this system. No, absolutely. And that's a huge part of it. So a couple things there, you know, when you're absolutely right, people don't use the entire management system. And that's even true with our system today, right? But the difference is, is when somebody, a new customer comes on board, our training staff meets with that customer and says, okay, guys, what is important to you? And because we found that for each agency, different things are important. And you'll say like the larger agencies, it's like one, two, three, X, Y, Z. Right. And we train them on all of the, the, the check boxes, if you will, like they're using their management system today. But it's the what's important to you. Do, uh, do you want to grow? Are you looking to really streamline your service department? You know, what what kind of things can we help you with within our system? And absolutely, and, and so we help that. And then you know, Salesforce is the number has the number one um, enterprise app market in the world. Yeah. And act, and actually, a lot of people don't know this. Um, speaking of Steve Jobs, but Mark Benioff, who's the founder and CEO of Salesforce, actually gave for free the App Store trademark and brand to Steve Jobs. Um, he originally owned it. And wow. he heard Steve Jobs speak, and they were friends, and, and mm-hmm. Jobs was talking about this platform approach, and that's what Benioff did with Salesforce. And, you know, that's what really changed the game for, for Apple, right, um, was this whole App Store piece, right? And so he gave it to him, the brand. So you're absolutely right. Those apps and everything, because we're natively built inside the Salesforce platform, any application, right now I believe there's something like 4,000 apps on the on the Salesforce wow. App Store, it's called the App Exchange, um, and all of those are bolt right in. It's just like your phone; you add an app on. So, like Boyd was saying, you know what? I really don't like my phone vendor that I have today. I'm I'm gonna switch to maybe I'm using Ring Central, Central and I want to switch to Eight by Eight, or or another, or Shortel, or whoever it is. All of these companies have already built pre-configured apps that that fit right into Salesforce because. Salesforce is as large as it is. 
you know. So right. it's it's very very powerful. And, and, and those and other reacher. those other phone systems are fantastic. Believe me, I've had them all. But Lightspeed Voice, that's where you guys need to go. Not you. I'm talking loyal listeners. Lightspeedvoice.com. Sorry, Boyd, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Reed, tell him Thornston's story about what kind of agent he was and why he's now on board with Tech Canary because I think that speaks volumes about what kind of company Tech Canary is. Yeah, sure. So our product manager, his name is Thorsten Camp. Thorsten was an agency owner, um, and he was one of our first customers. And Thorsten was using uh, one of the typical systems. I'm not going to say the name. And he's tried all of them, literally tried them, bought them, tried them, and he took over. So Thorsten took over an old agency in, in San Francisco. It is actually located in Sausalito. And it was a paper-based agency. I mean, literally files. And so he took it over, and he made it pay. Hello? Did we just lose Reed? We might have just lost him. Okay. See, that, well, that, that's the problem with iPhones, boy. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Go <laughs> ahead. Go, go ahead, boy. I can pick up where he go left ahead, off. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we could figure out how to link him back in. Did, yeah, are it, you showing him in the Skype call still? I still am showing him in the Skype call, and yeah, and, and, he, and we're still rolling. Go ahead. He'll pop back okay. in. Okay. Well, uh, Thornston began uh, really learning tech and area in the Salesforce platform, and um as he began learning it, he got he got kind of adventurous in the apps in the app exchange, and started figuring out ways to make things work. I guess you could say, and then he started developing his own stuff as well on the side and started training his management system to do things that Techinary had not even known wow. it was you know could do. So they brought him on board, and I have linked Thornston with uh, quite a few. Um, uh, prospects and or current customers of Tech Canary, and they have been floored at the fact that um, Thornson has showed them how to, you know, set up the management system to do this or that on an automatic um, generated basis. Um, so, wow. you know, what one of the things I was going to, one of the things I was going to say, Cass, while we're waiting, hopefully for him to come back in is, you know, I, I've heard people, some of the, selections people have made and i think when people begin looking into other management systems it's almost like anything looks better than where they currently are to them um and and sometimes that's true sometimes there's just everything is just light years better than where you currently are because it's a new fresh paint you know Mm -hmm. um but what i tell people is is where do you think it's going to be that system you're looking at in 10 or 15 years what will that system be and is that system built on the infrastructure of its own is it built on its own blocks because if it's built on its own blocks and it's up to them to maintain and and retain those blocks so that it begins to be compatible with things that haven't been invented yet whereas the salesforce platform is going to continually be relevant with what is coming down the road 10 or 15 years. I mean, you can agree with that, right? No, I, mean, I agree. So- I agree emphatically. And that was one of my reasons why um, I, I see that that was one of my things with the app store with QQ. I really, really liked that because it had the app store. The problem with it is 
is they only had six or seven things and I thought they would continue to build it out and they have the little bit, but not 4,000 because it's based on other platforms that are using things that you can bring in. So I, I do think, and that allows you to keep growing. Like you said, you've got a good base, you got a good rock foundation, but can you keep building upon that? And and, and that's one of the things I like. And everybody knows that I'm a big QQ lover. And I think they just came out with the sales room, which I think is impressive. And they got AI, which is uh, agency intelligence. And and um, But I got to tell you, I, I've never, Boyd, like you, I've never really been excited about going to a new management system because I kind of knew that, yeah, there's a good things I like and good things I'm not. And I, and I really do like Tech Canary. I, I really, really do. I still think highly of, of QQ, but... I really, really do like Tech Canary. There's, there's, there's no. I'm making no bones about that. And I do apologize to all the loyal listeners. He is out in uh, San Fran. We've been trying to make this work um, with Reed for a while. He's just a very busy guy, as you can imagine. All you are CEOs of your agency. You understand how busy you can be, uh, let alone having a national company, almost a. Uh, uh, a multi-country uh, company, and it's kind of kind of different, uh, difficult for him. So I'm trying to get him back in, uh, and we'll continue to work on that. I-, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to. When we're talking about AI, I'm interested in how that's going to be part. When we're talking about um, artificial intelligence, Boyd, um, I- I'm I'm really interested in how that is going to um, how that is going to uh, affect our industry. Um, did you, boy, did you happen to see this new uh, article that came out? I spoke a little bit about it in the last podcast, but it was talking about these chat bots that developed their own language on Facebook and they had to shut down the AI system. Did you, did you happen to see that, Boyd? No, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I no, sent that over not. to you because it's 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 really it's a really interesting thing because what it happens and it talks about in here is that they had to pull the plug on their AI system. And and what it was is is they now I've learned there's hard code and there's soft code. A lot of the chatbots we see today are hard code, which means it's made to stay within the parameters of exactly the code that they've built for that chatbot. But what happened here, Boyd, is that uh, Facebook allowed the chatbot to be soft coded, which means as it learned, it could create its own code. Well, rapidly what happened was is that the chatbots actually created their own language to where it started working on its own and Facebook basically couldn't decipher what language it was. So they just had to pull the plug on the thing to get it to shut down. And I think that's really interesting because I think we're going to see that, that really think about this, Boyd. We have app stores and apps that are be created by people who are hard coding apps and putting them in this app store or whatever it could be. And, and they're, they're making it that way. Now think of the people who start soft coding, um, besides regulation and how scary that can be, because a lot of people use this stuff for bad more than they do good. But I want us to start thinking about like, what does that agency of the a management system of the future look like? We may not even know because we're going to allow programs to actually create themselves based on the needs that Boyd may have or based on the needs. And we can create that now with hard code. But Boyd still has to say, I want my chatbot or I want my AI to be able to do this. And then someone codes it and it does exactly that. And yes, it learns from itself, but to soft code itself, that's what these chatbots were doing. 
And I, I think it's very easy for us to get spooked out about this. There's actually really some legitimate concern. Um, as I've talked about before, I believe that there's a new type of music that's coming in the next 5, 10, 15 years. I believe there's an era of creativity and arts that is coming based on AI technology where they can see and use stuff from experiences from way back to be able to create new types of things and, and whatever it could be. Um, and I, I, you know, you looking at that, I know you're, I'm kind of throwing it upon you, but that's what happened here is what is your thoughts on these chatbots creating their own language? It sounds like Terminator 2 Judgment Day is not far off. It's pretty wild, <laughs> isn't it, dude? I mean, yeah, it, it is. And, you know, you know, we talked with uh, Ryan Hanley with TrustedChoice.com. We, we've talked about um, agents needing to be available at any hour. Yep. You know, um, as independent agents, we're like, okay, it's five o'clock, it's Friday, you know, uh, <laughs> be back on Monday at 8 a.m., you know, and, Yep. But that's not when our audience is 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 always our 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 target market is 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 always looking for insurance. That's right. So, um, you know, I, I think that means we're going to have to. I don't know, man. I I haven't had a chance to really digest that, so I hate to give an answer just yet. That's okay. That. That's okay. It is. Um, it's 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 really really crazy. I've been thinking about it majorly. I mean, major, major, major. And uh, I, I uh, it's, it's got me. So I have tried to get Reed back on, folks. As you know, technology is not perfect, but I think you got enough from him to realize. I mean, that that the dude is the real deal, and he. I, what? Go ahead. Cass, I've got him. I can. Um, I've got him. I can link him in. Okay, please, so, please um, bring him back in. It, it may not be absolutely, you know, awesome, but I'm going to link him in. Okay. And we'll just. Uh, you know, we'll go from there. Okay, that's fine. Uh, and we're going to be wrapping up soon to all you loyal listeners. So thanks. You know that we have tech uh, tech issues every once in a while, but I also think that uh, they're probably more than just a tech issue here. But um, here's Reed. Go ahead. Reed. Hey, Reed. Hey, sorry about that, guys. No, no. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can. I can hear you fine. I keep trying to pull you back in, but it seems like it's not. It's not pulling you back into the main thing. But yeah. Yeah, everything is everything is fine. Uh, you know, Reed, what, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take these uh, last couple minutes and I want you to wrap up maybe some thoughts that you have, maybe some things that agents need to think about, whether it's with your whether it's with your management system or maybe even it's just, you know, insurance in general, just to make them kind of think and leave this conversation uh, with some with some more kind of value as what they can think for the future. What are some of your thoughts? Sure, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this analogy from someone, um, and then you'll know in a second. You know, if if you were to walk in to a store right now, and you had to buy a system that's going to be relevant in the next twenty years, what does that system look like today? Yep. You know, and and that's that's really what we're about. Um, the, the systems that are out there today will not survive in the next 15 to 20 years the way they are today unless some massive changes are made to them. Uh, we live in a connected world, like Boyd said, mm-hmm. uh, and we need to be connected to a lot of different things. So. 
I absolutely agree, and, and it's very similar to what Boyd had said as well, and, and that is something we need to look at, and, and why that's important even for you loyal listeners and every agent out there is that you know that the reason why you're not leaving your management system right now is because you don't, you're scared of the conversion, you're scared of having to create new workflows and processes and training your staff and all that, and so when you're thinking about this right now, do you really want to do this? If you're in your 20s, 30s, or even 40s, are you going to really want to do this in 15 to 20 years or even 10 years. I mean, stuff is moving so fast, man. I mean, I don't even know what five to 10 years is going to look like. And well, so, you know, go ahead. Go think ahead, about this. Like you just said, Cass, I, I spoke to someone um, a couple weeks ago that said, man, I'm, I'm 50 years old. I'm going to ride this out for another 10 years. And, and um, you know, and, and I'm out of here. I'm, you know, I'm going to sell this agency at 60. And he said to me, as much as I'd like to change, why, why, why should I do it? He was like, I, I know I want to. I know it looks more attractive. I know it would help me. But I'm just going to ride this out 10 more years, and then I'm done. And I thought, but who are you going to sell to? Yes. Who are you going to sell your agency to? Because when you do get to that, that 60 mark that you want to s- re- retire – don't you think that a sharp management system will make you more marketable? Absolutely. So um, it raises, I mean, I, I, here's what I always say, Boyd, it raises the multiplier. It raises the multiplier. So if you've got a million dollar agency and, and I'm going to buy Boyd at a million dollars or I'm going to buy um, Jason at a million dollars, if Jason doesn't have the technology, all of a sudden in my mind, Jason became, uh, and, and let's say it's a two, two, multi, uh, two times multiplier, instead of Boyd's now at two million, that's what he's getting. But Jason may only get 1.5 or 1.6. And for anybody retiring, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. And, and, and when, a, when you have the same revenue, why would you want to get or why should you get any less? I don't think they're realizing that that is a major factor in the sale. And I think that's what you're saying, Boyd. Exactly. Yeah. Read what you got. Well, yeah, and I, I just want to add something to that. You know, when you sell an agency, it's not just like, here you go, I bring in this much revenue and bing, bing, boom, it's two times. They're looking at your book. They want to understand the risk. They want to know the retention. What, what type of business are you selling, yep. right? How much is in your book? Are you cross-selling them? You know, um, all these factors. And even just that is not that simple just to have at your fingertips with other systems that are out there. Yeah, that's exactly and right. The owner can make better decisions about that, having all of that data at your fingertips. Amen to that. Let's go into the last part, which is leaders are readers and readers are leaders. Um, right now, I have been reading a couple different books uh, um, and, and a couple different books that are based on religion. I got to say that. Um, some of Rick Warren's books that are out there. So um, I think that those are inspirational. I believe, uh, and you hear me say this a lot, loyal listeners, that uh, personal development is very essential, just like your business development, especially personal development with your own staff. Um, this is one of the ways I read the John C. Maxwell's, the leadership, the laws of, of whatever it could be. I read all this stuff, but I thought, you know what? I need to get something a little spiritual. I need to kind of mix that into the group. And so that's some of the stuff that I'm doing. Um, Boyd, uh, is there anything specific that you're reading right now besides watching movies and memorizing all the lines? <laughs> I'm reading uh, Hero right now, um, really? which is about Lawrence of Arabia. Um, wow. It's uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I was a, I was a big fan. Um, I had a, a really good teacher in school, and over the weekend, uh, probably my junior year of high school, he, uh, for extra credit, showed Lawrence of Arabia to anybody that wanted to come to school on a Saturday and and watch it and uh, better learn what we were studying. So. I did, and I, I love the movie, and I, I've, I've owned it since um, probably when I got in college. I got it on DVD, and it's it's kind of one of those I always go back to. He is one of the most intriguing people that uh, I've ever seen, just absolutely, completely different, but extremely well-educated, strange background. But, um, yeah, I mean, you want to talk about someone that just – blended in into the middle east and that's not easy to do so no. um yeah so right. I, that's, I like that i like that reed how about a, yourself man anything you're reading specifically you'd like to share with loyal listeners did we lose you again reed well i tell you what i think it's still think, on the phone but but uh i think but, what uh, it is i just think it has let's blame it on california Boy, that's see. That's why. That's why you can't live there. Now I got a bunch yep. of California guys going. What? No, no, that's fine. Reach me at Jason at GrowProgram.com. So hey, I want to let all the loyal listeners know um, as I wrap this up here that uh, we're going to be talking about at the next podcast. Or, we, we can hear you. Okay, we, we've got it back. California. Actually, a lot of people don't realize this. <laughs> up in Northern California, the cell service is awful. Yeah. When he gets outside of San Francisco. So Cass, um, Cass was asking what you're reading right now, if you're reading anything. Yeah, so um, so as a company, our leadership team reads a series of books. They're required to. And so right now um, we are all reading Good to Great, which is Ooh, a really yeah. great uh, book about leadership. And it, it studies the, the Fortune 500 companies and the ones that were good compared to the ones that were great. Mm-hmm. And they're always really, really good book. Um, mm. Just finished up a book called Traction. Um, same kind of thing. It has to do with a lot of, about the, the right person and the right seat within the company, things like that. And it um, it kind of follows what's called EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System Model. Um, if you guys want to check that out, that's pretty good. So, um, yeah, that's what we're doing. Reed, I want to appreciate your time coming on. I know it is very valuable, and I know we've dealt with some uh, technical issues, but uh, heck, you're a tech guy. You know nothing goes perfect in, that, in the world we live in today, and I will tell you, I cannot even gripe about any cell service because in southern Illinois, it's absolutely terrible. If you get more than 100 feet outside the city limits, you're like done. And so it is absolutely terrible. And so I I, uh, I, I do want to thank you boy, both for your time. I really do. I Once again, um, I've had applied under our CEOs on here. I've had Vertifor CEO. I've had uh, Hawks. I mean, I've pretty much almost had every CEO on here. And I thought that that was the reason why I wanted to breed and read on. Besides that, Reed and I got to get to spend some time at Elevate uh, 17, which once again, that's that conference you should be going to next year, Elevate 18. Um, actually, I was just ad- asked to speak. It's going to be in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, so uh, be sure to do that. So all my loyal listeners, be sure to sign up for that when you see that coming out. And I, I, I really, 
I really got to know Reed, and, and it was more than just uh, he's not a normal CEO. You know, when I saw him uh, for a couple times, he was suited up. But the other times I saw him, he's, he just had a nice little shirt on, you know, button-up shirt and some jeans. And if you don't know, he's got a beard. I mean, it dude looks like a lumberjack, okay? He really does. So for all you guys that can't picture that, that's what he looks like, in my opinion. Um, and, and, and he's just a good guy, and that's, that lets me know I like different types of CEOs. As you know, that's why I think the Alabama Young Agents Conference was good. I like people who are real, who are laid back. I want you to ask Act like you act and dress like you dress when you're sitting around watching Netflix at night. Which, keep in mind, everybody should be checking out Ozark. Ozark is an awesome series. Boy, you got that love yet? Love it. Love it. Oh. Love it. Love it. Oh. Love it. Great show. It's great. awesome. Great. It's oh, awesome. by the way, did you see CNBC's new announcement yesterday? No, what's that? Disney is ripping all their uh, movies off of, I don't know if they're ripping them off Amazon, but they're ripping them off of Netflix. And Disney's going to start its own channel that you can um, stream from to wow. see their movies and things like that. So Disney's found another way to make money. Dude, I'm telling you what, when Disney gets into a market and does their own thing, they're usually pretty successful at it. So, wow, that that's, uh, that, I mean, they literally, they're, they're pretty close to, uh, to Google when it comes to world domination of the television market. Um, so, yeah, that, that's some awesome stuff. We are going to be talking about here very soon about TAS and about mass. And that happens to do as transportation as a service and also as mobility as a service. I've been reading a lot of articles lately about this and about the use. And, you know, it's amazing that we spend up to 15% of our income, our gross income as Americans, when we on our automobile, when we only use it 4% of our life. And they're talking about literally how it could be almost like 75% every hour is what we're spending on our vehicles. But yet when we use other types of transportation, it can be low as three cents. And I think this is huge because when you start to look at this trend and what some of the stuff we're going to discuss, you can see how it's absolutely going to affect insurance. I'm not going to say that it's going to drop the bottom out of auto. It may, but there's going to be other types of services I think that are going to fill the void, just like we've seen with a lot of other things. Technology may be taking jobs, but then technology requires jobs to be built, so it's kind of a wishwash. Still still losing a lot of jobs due to technology. But uh, once again, Reed, want to thank you very much for coming on. Uh, Boyd, Boyd McGee, you know that I love you, man, and well, I can't wait to continue our friendship for the rest of our life because you're special dude with me and you know that man you know that yep so yep. In so the, in the meantime now in the meantime now terrible feedback. Terrible feedback. as you guys can as know as uh as a uh as a podcast this has probably been the most worst technical podcast that we've actually had so i do apologize but what is important is thank you very much boyd thank you very much reed and uh, keep in mind, if you tell me your thoughts and you tell me your ideas, I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Be sure to check okay. out GrowLab2017.com. I'm out. Peace. Peace. Hey, loyal listeners. I was in the mastermind the other day listening um, to a conversation some agents were having about rocket referrals and how to utilize it. And one thing that I had to remind my staff that I didn't even think about was online reviews. I mean, literally rocket referrals has a system and an algorithm to get you online reviews on Facebook and on Google. And what was amazing when I told my staff that they looked at me and said, Jason, how do you think we get the ones we have now?